Hi everybody, I'm Deacon Dave. I'm Layperson Lisa. Welcome to the Deacon Dave and Layperson Lisa Show. Say, you thought I was going to do something silly and stupid, but I actually was just normal that time. Nice. Caught you off guard, didn't I? Cheers to laugh. The smile. So now we are going on, uh, along with our series on the gifts of the Holy Spirit, we are all the way up to piety. Number six. Which is also referred to as holy. Holiness, Lisa. Yes. And I think this one's going to be a fun one to talk about. So what would be like the basic definition of piety from your perspective, Lisa? In your own words, Lisa. To <laughs> to worship God and um, try to go grow closer to him and do his will. So so I think And be obedient. Wow, okay, well the show is over, folks. Lisa has covered everything, so this is very good, Lisa. Excellent. So I think part of it is there's something um, intimate here, right? It's like um, when we when we turn to God, to worship God as our Father, right, as Abba, Father. And um, some other religions would be highly offended by that, right, that we would have such a, an intimate, maybe even informal um, type uh, of, 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 of relationship with God exactly mm. uh, but that's what I love about our Christian faith is that so Mike Rieger uh, one of one of our good friends um, who's from St. Gregory the Great down in Virginia Beach he has this picture of Jesus um, hugging a child mm -hmm. and, and Jesus is on a, a knee I think yes yeah and so I to get down to the child's level Right. Yeah. And, and so I, I think that's the type of relationship that God desires with us. Oh, yeah. And so when we enter into worship with him as, as not only our creator, but as our dad, right, as our father, and someone that we really look up to and love and adore, right? And then he comes down to our level and meets us where we're at. Yeah, which is really awesome. And then I think the other part of that is to recognize, and this one maybe is a little tougher sometimes, Lisa, is that we are all children of God. Oh, yeah. And so we are all children of God, of the same Father. Yes. I, but you know, sometimes we don't get along with our brothers and sisters, right? Even in a, <laughs> even in a family. Yeah. And so I think the same is true here, um, that we are called um, to see each other. So this morning when I went to the Tuesday morning group, there were um, two different grandparents were there and they had brought their granddaughters. And so there were three little girls and they had like their little blanket on the floor and they were down there playing and they were just happy and getting along with one another. And that's really that's really what we're called to do with one another as okay. well, right? Um, if we're going to live out this call to holiness, then it's imperative that our relationship with God be childlike mm -hmm. and that our relationship with one another um, would reflect the same. Mm -hmm. So what do you have for us, Lisa, that you can share on holiness or piety? Well, it uh, fosters several spiritual dispositions. <laughs> what Actually, do you mean? Well, it ties in with fear of the Lord. Okay. In so what even way? though we're um, and that's childlike in uh, our relationship with God, we still need to, um, we're still called to have a deep reverence for Him. I like that. So I think I think we're going to go ahead and combine these two episodes together now. Oh, look at that. Okay. Why don't we do that? Fear of the Lord and piety, since they are so uh, closely related together. Okay. 
And, and you're right, there's this deep reverence, right, that we should have for God, our mm -hmm. Father, in worship. Mm -hmm. I like that. Mm -hmm. um, but I think a lot of times people think that fear of the Lord is... Like be scared? Is to be scared, right? Oh, no. And it's not. It's, it's actually... Awe I, and wonder. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Awe and wonder. And childlike awe and wonder. Exactly. Yeah. So like when you go, um, when you see a little kid who, uh, they get so excited about the littlest of things, right? And they just have this excitement and this awe and wonder. And what was the last time you had that when you went to Mass? Right? Um, well, I wasn't asking uh, you. I was asking our audience. But if you would like to ask that. I can't. I mean, I do have moments like that. I couldn't tell you offhand. Um, but I was excited to go today. Yeah, and, it, and, it, and, and I think it's important for us to recognize um, that we are encountering the living God in Mass, right? Mm -hmm. um, in His Word, in His body and blood, in one another. And, and so... Uh, the saints are there too. Oh yeah, and, and the angels and Mary. And... So there's all kinds of stuff going on, and mm -hmm. it's you would think that, but we get complacent because um, we sometimes aren't in tune with the invisible, right? Right, and and what we can't see, um, but through the eyes of faith um, uh, and our knowledge and understanding of our faith, we know um, that these things are true, mm -hmm. right? That they mm -hmm. are true, and, and so that we are experiencing them at every single mass mm -hmm. and um, so I want to talk about real quick since we're talking about holiness and fear of the Lord and reverence right this idea of you know St. Paul said we are adopted oh, sons yeah. and daughters mm -hmm. of Christ and so back in Roman times this idea of being adopted um, was not one of um, like it is now I mean it, today if you have a child right they expect you to hold on to that child mm -hmm. and then when you meet someone who's adopted um, I, I messed that totally up. Back in Roman times, mm -hmm. um, when you adopted a child, mm -hmm. you you had to keep that child. Mm -hmm. You knew what you were getting. You knew who you were getting. Now, you could disown your own child in Roman times. Okay. But if you adopted a child, then you made the choice to ah. have that child. And you had to keep that child forever and take care of them. Okay. And so the same is true with God. Ah. He knows who we are. Right, but through Jesus Christ, we've become adopted sons and daughters. And so, when you look at that understanding of, of what Saint Paul is saying uh, within the context of, of, of that time, because that's what he knew, right? That makes sense. That yeah. that 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 God's going to remain faithful because we are His adopted sons and daughters, and He's never going to let us go. Yeah. Now we can choose to run away from Him, but He's never going to let us go. Yeah. He's always He'll going always to, be looking for us. Right, and be there for us. So I think that that's that's really important. So. What what do you think the gift of piety um, fosters in terms of spiritual dispositions? Uh, respect for God as a loving father. Right, which we talked about, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, childlike love. Which, I mean, I think in today's world, you know, they want to make it something different, but it's just that sort of innocent love, right? Like, so you see those videos sometimes of the parent, um, since we're talking about father, we'll say, uh, you know, a parent who's maybe been away out on military, so like the dad will come back, yeah, they'll and they'll like back. go and like surprise the kid, and you yeah. just see them like their face light up and like them run into their father's arms. So that's what no, I think of. No, I think that's a perfect picture of what it's like. I think also childlike love is 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 wanting to to, to please people, right? To please God mm -hmm. and uh, to please people. But sometimes, you know. This whole idea of being holy and, 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 and reverent with God, the fear of the Lord, mm -hmm. sometimes it requires sacrifice. Oh, sure. And sometimes I don't like sacrifice. 
because it might hurt, it's not comfortable, it's not what I would prefer, but it's exactly in those moments, Lisa, I think that we actually grow in holiness. It's like fasting is a sacrifice. Oh, I like so that. So we grow in holiness when we fast. Prayer. Yeah. Fasting. And almsgiving. And almsgiving. Yeah. Right? All of those. Look at you tying in some Lenten activities here on us um, in the middle of the summer, not letting us forget well, where we come from. Fasting doesn't need to be a Lenten thing. No, it does not. You can fast for the conversion of a family member, fast for all kinds of things. And prayer is not a Lenten thing. Oh, no. Prayer is an everyday thing. And helping other people is every day all right. those things are every day they are i mean we it, it's interesting how you know when lent comes around we really hone in on yeah this, right? but then we kind of drop off when easter comes right in fact i think to me i think lent is a good way to develop new habits yeah i agree that you practice throughout the year yeah. and when you do that um they can that become, helps you grow in yeah and, and they become long uh, long living i think the other part of, of holiness is living out the teachings of the church yes which it's not always easy. Sure. Right? And then I like the idea of, um, so what are some of the ways that you basically grow in holiness, you think, Lisa? Adoration. Adoration's a great way. Mm -hmm. Right? What else? Um, How about reconciliation? Oh, reconciliation, yeah. And why is that important, you think? We're forgiven from um, our sins and we're given a new sleep. So you talk about awe and wonder, right? And the fear of the Lord, mm -hmm. which is the other gift that we're talking about today. And so we're doing the series on divine mercy, right? Mm -hmm. And we're talking about just the, the infinite, abundant amount of mercy, mercy. that God yeah. has for oh, us. Oh yeah, yeah. And so, wow, what a way to grow in holiness, right? Is to receive God's mercy. Yeah. And we actually had someone say last night, well, you know, sometimes people, they need to make, um, amends for what they've done in the past. And to a certain extent, extent, that's true, right? So because we have, when we go to confession, right, then we get our penance. Right. Um, so we're making um, uh, amends in that way through penance, right? Sure. Yeah. But I think oftentimes what people try to do is to go back and make up for what they've done. Okay. And so, so they're trying to get outside of themselves instead of just, okay, I've allowed God's mercy to enter into my life, right? Because He is He is one. So they still don't feel forgiven. Is that what you mean? Well, I just so often I think people will try to make up for what they've done in the past, and what I would encourage people to do is just to move forward living in God. Yeah. Right, because the the focus should be on God. Right, I not mean, us. Right on on what we're going to try to do to make up for something. I'm not saying that's terrible, but our focus should be on God. How we can grow closer to him. Right. And okay. not and, and, and so so we we've gone to confession, we've mm -hmm. been forgiven, we've done our penance. Okay, that's it. Mm -hmm. Move forward. Oh right. Yeah. It's just like when um Saint Margaret um was trying to promote the sacred heart of Jesus and right. he told her to um go talk to the bishop and when uh the bishop didn't believe her, he said, Oh yeah, if you're seeing Jesus, then ask him the last mortal sin I confessed and when she did he said I don't remember so when we confess our sins it's a I, Jesus doesn't remember what they were it's a done deal yeah it's a done deal it's, it's over a, move forward exactly and I think I think if you're if you're more concerned about trying to make up for something you did in the past then you're not focused on what God has for you in the future yeah okay that which makes is sense. to the same point sure and and I mean I use this 
at work a lot uh-huh. when I would talk to people, like when they would make a mistake. Yeah. They'd want to try to do extra to make up. Ah. Uh. Well, that only led to more mistakes. Uh. Often, right? Yeah. Because, it, you know, the object of our desire should be God, right? Mm-hmm. And so if we stay focused on God, then everything else will take care of itself. Right. And we will grow in holiness. So what other ways do you think you can grow in holiness? You said adoration, reconciliation. Uh, receiving the Eucharist uh, often. Receiving the Eucharist often, right? Yes. That's, I would call that pretty holy, growing in holiness, right? Yes, yes. What other ways do you think? Um, hanging around with holy-minded people. Right. We've talked about like the five people that you hang around the most are the people that you will be most like during that period of your life. And I would say that that's, that's probably true to a great extent. And I think this is an important point for kids. Kids are very much formed in the first four or five years of their life. And so we must, um, as parents really help them to grow in holiness during that critical time. Mm-hmm. Taking them to um, religious ed, bringing them to mass. Um, Even adoration. I've seen some small children in adoration and they'll point and like, Jesus, I think that's that is, amazing. That is cool. So yeah. like Sheila Fallon, she was uh, there a couple of weeks ago. She brings her son. And her, her son and her went up and, yeah. and, and, and knelt before the Blessed yeah. Sacrament. Yeah. So I had a cool story. We had a group from St. Olaf. Um, of girls and we were we were having adoration and I I was singing an opening song Lord I need you and they all started to sing it oh nice that was the highlight of my day oh yeah that, that two and a half or three minutes of them singing with yeah. me so I didn't sing quite as loud so I could hear them right <laughs> oh yeah and 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 so because oftentimes like at St. Joseph's when we do adoration I'll sing louder so that everybody can hear me sure. but, but people aren't necessarily really singing or singing out loud, right. right? So when you're in a smaller space and you can hear the people singing, it's yeah, really, it's, it kind of surprised me. Oh, nice. Well, you know, we we can help other people grow in holiness too. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. Just by how we treat them um, and the example that, that that we show of them, and 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 on the other side, Lisa, on the fear of the Lord side, is 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 showing tremendous respect for the for the teachings mm-hmm. of our Lord mm-hmm. that have been handed down through Jesus oh, yeah. and the church. And, and following those. I mean, because we get relative pretty quickly mm-hmm. on certain things. And I think when people see, like we do Corsios, right? What, what do the people say about the team in terms of holiness and stuff when they see the team? I don't know. What do they say? Wow, they've got they've got it together. Oh, ha. Look out! Look how together they. <laughs> don't let that. us fool you. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of brokenness, and and that comes out in the stories of their lives. Yeah, right? yeah. Yet, when you have a community of of, of people, right, mm-hmm. that are forming together in Christ, lifting each other up. Yeah, lifting each other up. Yeah, to grow in holiness. Yeah. Then we're going to grow in holiness. Yeah. And we've got to help each other do that because there's a lot of tearing down that goes on, mm-hmm. right? And and sometimes, if I'm being honest, there's some tearing down that goes on in my mind oh, sometimes. Sure. Yeah, you know that I don't verbalize, but it's still a sin, right? Oh yeah. And I think part of growing in holiness is there's probably like levels of growing in holiness um, that we can, you know, one is okay. I'm 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 like physically doing something wrong, you know, either to myself or to someone, mm-hmm. right? Or I'm physically saying something that I shouldn't. Mm-hmm. So there's all of these like I'm actually doing something mm-hmm. either to myself or someone, mm-hmm. and then it goes from that to like the yellow light. Yeah. Like, uh oh, watch out! You're about to go there. Right. No. Or you know you're going there. Oh, you, you've okay. red lighted whatever it is. You've right? run through the light. But then there's the then there's that moment, and I think this is where um, reconciliation 
you're no longer acting on it. Yeah, that's what I mean. After you go to reconciliation a bunch of times about that, oh, you get, you get the, yellow. the yellow light. I'm with you now. Yeah, yeah, sorry. So then you get the yellow light, which stops you. Or like brings it to your attention, like, okay, this is about to happen if you don't stop. And every now and again, you still run that red light. Yes, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you yeah. get to a point where you don't. Yeah. And But then, then it becomes a battle in your mind, right? Okay, I'm still thinking this. Yeah. And I'm not acting on it. Yeah. And I know I'm thinking it. Yeah. How do I get myself to a point where God enters into that that I don't think about it yeah. that way? Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, I like to say get behind me, Satan. Yeah, get behind me, Satan, mm-hmm. Satan right? Mm-hmm. Or come Holy Spirit mm-hmm. would be another one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it gets to that point where, okay, have you ever seen certain people like they're just so happy? It doesn't matter what anybody does, they always have this demeanor of joy. Mm-hmm. Where do they get that? <laughs> From God. <laughs> exactly. So that's like that ultimate level, right? Where oh, yeah. you can enter into any situation and not let it have a negative effect on you interiorly, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that, although nobody else knows what's going on. Yeah, I know somebody like that, like who's on the Curcio team. Like okay. she always has like a very joyful demeanor, but right. like, you know, she'll share stuff. And be like, I never even knew that was happening because I feel like she's so, she's just, exudes joy and, and you know and we can exude joy and I think it can be authentic joy right oh yeah if, even though in the midst of all of that struggle yeah um, because I mean she has a relationship with God so right yeah so the stronger that gets um, the better yeah so what other thoughts do you have so we have right? retreats retreats are a great way to grow in hope spend quality time with God isn't it amazing when we get away from the busyness of our lives mm-hmm. how God can really reach in and grab us. Yeah, and it really can be transformative. Like one experience at a retreat or several experiences over at the over and over several experiences at the same retreat throughout the weekend can be transformative. Yeah, and sometimes you don't even have the effect until maybe three months later or five months later or whatever the case is. But you're right. I think um, sometimes the struggles of our life can be an obstacle to growing in holiness. Right? Oh, yeah. And um, I think sometimes I've even talked to people where they don't know how to ask God to enter into something. Yeah. And, and it's kind of that bad fear of the Lord, right? Uh, but we have to recognize that if he's our father, right, we have this filial relationship with him, that we can invite him into anything. Mm-hmm. So, and um, that, that he will be a part of it to help us get through it, right? No matter what the outcome. Um, and I think sometimes that's, are you going to sleep on me? Nope. You just like went like that for a minute. Sorry. For like a really long time. And it's like, Did I, I really? Like, that was a sloth blink. It was like this. Ah, sorry. Nope. Deacon Dave, you're putting me to sleep. Thank you very much. Um, I don't even know what I was saying, so that's okay. I'll just delete that part. It's okay. Although it's easier when I don't have to delete anything. It's much easier. Just let it go unedited. No, no. Some of the stuff probably needs to be edited out. So what other stuff... So, uh, what does Pope Francis have anything to say about piety? Piety, therefore, is synonymous of authentic <laughs> religious spirit, filial confidence in God, of the capacity to pray to Him with love and simplicity, which is proper of persons who are humble of heart. Okay, so now this is interesting. Holiness is directly proportional, I would say, to our level of humility. Humility? Okay. Right. Yeah. Because if we are prideful, yeah. Right. Uh, That's then, like the root of sin. 
Yeah, so it's like, okay, how am I going to grow in holiness if I'm prideful? Yeah, good point. How am I going to um, grow in holiness if I'm, I'm filling myself with my own stuff and instead of emptying myself and allowing God to fill me? Yeah. And so I think we have to, we don't want, I think growing in holiness is, is, is recognizing that, that God has a place in every part of our life. Yes. Right. Sometimes, you know, people will go, well, you know, I separate my church life from my work <laughs> life or my my, uh, my my church life from my yeah, family life. There's a lot or, of politicians that do that. Yeah. Well, that's true. <laughs> and, and, and that's not. That's not how we are called to live. No. I mean, because if, if, think about it. If we are going in holiness by virtue of growing in holiness, it should seep encompass out. Encompass our whole self. It should in encompass. every aspect of our lives. And not only that, if it does, then that means our holiness is going to seep out onto those Others. people. I don't feel like it would seep, but it's going to go out into those people around us yeah. and have an effect, hopefully a positive effect. Yes. Right? We may repel a few people with our holiness because they don't want to get near that. Then you just pray for them. You, then you pray for them. So what, what other thoughts do you have on holiness? There's nothing left on the screen. <laughs> I don't think. Um, I think Bernadette took off of that. I was going <laughs> to. That's Go like, ahead. we already talked about that, like, sacrifice and fasting. Okay. Um, I don't really have anything. That's else. okay. I'm Deacon Dave. I'm like Person Lisa. Have a good one. Bye. Oh, man, that was long. Oh, wow.